7 Million Bikes podcast couldn't happen without the support of our community. I want to give a massive thank you to our existing Patreon members, Zion Johnson, Brandon Thompson, Dan Jones, Andrew Barry, Annie Ver, Carrie Hughes-Parry, Pippa Clear, Tracy Wright, Alistair Chapman, Brandon Thompson, and our newest member, Tien Kung. To say thank you to all of our members, we're having a special pool party here at my new apartment. And thanks to my friends at Mixtape Brewery, we'll be enjoying the new green tea-based hard seltzer. Perfect for an afternoon of drinking by the pool. As you probably know, I'm a massive craft beer fan. Mixtape Drinks is a relative newcomer on the growing craft beer scene here in Vietnam, starting in 2020 by my friend Chad Mitchell and Taipei-based Sean Kidd. You'll often see me and Adri out in Saigon drinking their delicious peaches and cream IPA or our refreshing California Sun Juicy Paleo. And if you're in the mood for something a bit heavier and darker, their Molly Milk Stout is delicious. I was pretty disappointed when I found out though that it didn't actually include Molly. Through craft beer, mixtape drinks is becoming part of the Vietnam community through local music, art, food, and now podcasts. If you'd like to be part of the 7 Million Bikes community and support our podcast, then Mixtape is giving away four free cans to the next three new community members. That's worth 280,000 dong or 11 US dollars. To get your free cans, you have to be in Ho Chi Minh City and join the We Might plan or above. You can still support us wherever you are in the world. And when you do, next time you're in Saigon, the drinks are on me. As a community member, you'll also get episodes before anyone else, invites to special events like our pool party, and bonus content that no one else will ever see or hear. And I'll also give you a special shout out on future episodes. So join at patreon.com forward slash 7 million bikes, or you can find the link in the show notes. Thank you so much to everyone for listening and helping us pass 40,000 downloads recently, and everyone who supports us, including Mixtape Brewery. Cheers. Ever heard a joke and wondered, did that really happen? My name's Neil Mackay, host of a Vietnam podcast and a comedian. Long before I ever started comedy, when I heard comedians tell the craziest, funniest stories, I would always wonder just this. And if I got the chance to meet them after the show, I would always ask them straight away, did that really happen? Nine times out of 10, the answer was yes. But the difference between sharing a funny story with friends and telling it on stage is a comedian's ability to take those moments and craft them into a well-worked joke. In each episode of this podcast, we'll talk to comedians from around the world, play you one of their favorite jokes, then ask them, did that really happen? My guest is Stephen Osborne, a Floridian degenerate living in northern Germany. He's not sure what a one-liner is, but he's sure it can be as simple as what Google leads you to believe. Let's hear his joke. I just put women's underwear into boxes at a women's underwear warehouse. It's just a perfect job for me because I'm a pervert. It's really cool. And, and... I get to say that I'm a professional boxer, and women love that. Um, you know what else women love is uh, finding little fortune cookie fortunes in their underwear when they open it up, but instead of lucky numbers on the back, it's my number. So, 
Because I'm a romantic, you know. This is how, it's like a backwards mail order bride situation, is how I like to think of it. And I'm trying to, yeah, I'm hoping a girl will just call me and be like, you're my soulmate, we get married, I get some sweet, sweet German health care. It'll be perfect. You know? and, but yeah, no, like, um, it's, it's true, you know. I, it's weird that you can just, like, live and work and pay taxes in a country for years and not not become a citizen, you know, but if you just marry someone that's already a citizen, that's just like the easiest way to get in. It's like, they're just like, uh, it would be nice if you had like some education or a job, but you know what would be really great? Just promise to only fuck one person while you're here. Like, that'd be cool. Like, are they, are they terrified of a sexy refugee crisis or something? Because I am. I, frankly, that's one of my biggest fears. But my job has its perks. I had the best day of my life the other day, best day of my life, because I was putting a label on a box with a name and an address on it, and I swear to God this is true, I was mailing underwear to a woman named Marceline Butterdick Donker. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again because it's fun to say, Marceline Butterdick Donker. And the greatest thing about Butterdick Donker is that it's a hyphenated name. That was a choice at some point, right? Like, someone named Donker met the love of their life and they're just like, baby, I would love to take your name, but I can't just turn my back on that butter dick heritage. <laughs> like, you gotta put these things together. And I almost did not use her real name because I didn't want you like animals going out and looking her up and harassing her. But this woman who's done nothing but bring me more joy than any other woman in my entire life, <laughs> just based on her name. But I couldn't write anything better than Marceline Butter Dick Donker, you know? like. It's, it's just too good. So, Stephen, did that really happen? Well, well, let me start with the first part, I guess. So, yeah, I was actually a, I would pack women's underwear into boxes at a women's underwear warehouse. That's been my job as I was a, I was, I've been a master's student here in Germany for a little bit. And that's been the best part of my education, actually, is, you know, packing underwear into boxes. I don't know. It's, it's been the easiest job I've ever had for one thing. The part about the fortune cookies, like putting like my number into the boxes. No, that didn't <laughs> happen because I don't want German girls calling me. I, I barely speak the language. I don't know. I, I feel like that would be awkward at best, you know, but so there was actually that... one. Yeah. I was just going to say, so where did the inspiration for that? Thankfully it didn't really well, happen. Yeah, I was about to, I was about to say like, uh, okay, go, sorry. Yeah. There was like this one time, um, I was packing the boxes and I got one order and there was just like this random handwritten note, like in the underwear, in cursive, in German, like bad curse. I, I didn't understand anything in it. And I was like, does this go into the box? Like I had like a little bit of an existential crisis there is this like what if it's something creepy you know and now it's got my <laughs> fingerprints on it and i'm putting in this woman's underwear <laughs> box and i eventually just said you know what screw it i'm just gonna put it in the box and i sent it away <laughs> and it haunted me for the rest of the day and that's that's where that came from basically it's just like, i couldn't just put my i could just have put my my number in there i could have put like my address i could have put anything in there i love no your thinking because I would have been thinking the same thing, probably. Like, oh, my fingerprints are on this. What, are they, what if the mm. German FBI looked this up? Like, now I'm implicated in this. Yeah. It, and imagine opening up, a, like, a box of underwear that you ordered off the internet. And there's just some creepy, like, cursive German handwritten threat. 
If you don't I mean, know what it terrifying. says as well, it could be from anyone. It could hmm. say anything. Yeah, that that's pretty terrifying. So that gave you the inspiration to then put your number in the fortune cookies. Right, right. And also, I was then I get on with that. That went also into the next thing about the uh, sexy refugee crisis or whatever. Like that's also something I think about quite often. Is just like that's just one way that like uh, hot people have it really easy. You know, they can just get into any country as long as they're just willing to marry somebody. That's, that seems like a pretty easy way of doing it. I, I have to jump through so many hoops just to stay in this country another six months, you know? Well, like, it's the I, same I'm, here in Vietnam. Yeah. Like, you know, for anyone who's not married to a local, you just have this pretty much the exact same. You have to jump through so mm -hmm. many hoops every three, six, 12 months, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know what they say, like, God favors the, the risk takers, I guess. You know, people who just throw, uh, throw their number into the box, the literal box of boxers i don't know <laughs> and then the name and then that goes to the next point about a marceline burger dick donker that that actually was 100 percent real that was a 100 percent real name that i saw on the boxes and i laughed about that all day it, it brought me so much joy this is why i love comedy and I, this is why i've came up with this concept because just these things where you hear these names, you just, if you hear you doing this on stand up or on stage, you just think like, there's no way this is real. He's made this up. And I remember asking yeah. people in the beginning, you know, did that really happen? And they're just like, there's no way I could, I'm not creative enough to make this up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's not even the craziest name that I saw on those boxes. Like, uh, I had like every, all of them were going to the Netherlands, by the way. Every crazy name I saw was going to the Netherlands. There was like wrong, wrong dong. I remember <laughs> joke wonk. I think it's pronounced Yoka wonk, but it's spelled like J O K E W O N K. And apparently that's a fairly common name in the Netherlands is joke wonk. But no, I don't remember if it was Marceline burger dick donker or Marceline butter dick donker. <laughs> I think burger dick donker sounds a little more like realistic. It doesn't matter. Like it's no one's going to believe it anyway, but it's, it's something like that. It was close enough. But I thought about it all day. <laughs> so where is your biggest inspiration then for jokes? Outside of underwear? I don't know. <laughs> probably probably just conversations that I have with people. Just being surrounded by funny people. And I'll say something that makes somebody laugh. And like I'll think about it like a day later. And then just edit it for another couple of days. Until it's pared down into something different. Completely different. Or I will just be looking at a box of underwear. <laughs> and that works its way and also i'm similar mostly it's my, my wife is my sounding board so and if i say something and then she laughs i'm like oh that's a joke and i'll use that before mm -hmm. and I, I don't do you write your material much like i always hear comedians say like oh i'm gonna be doing writing today or i was writing mm -hmm. all day and i'm like i don't ever do that but then yeah, i have no, another I'm, comedian I, I edit i definitely edit like i will pare things down i'll run things by other people Sometimes I'll just like slap a bit into a conversation with someone new just to see how they'll react to it. I do that too. I did that last week and my friend called me out on it. He's like, is that a new bit? And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, I was trying something new there. And he's like, yeah, no, nah, he didn't laugh at it. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, it's gotten to the point where people are just like, oh, that's going to be a great bit. And I'm just like, no, that would never work on stage. But just, just enjoy it in the moment, please. I, I'm trying to think what the last thing I'd said that was like, that was, it was... We were talking about the kandaroo. Do you know what the kandaroo is? 
No. It's like, it's this uh, fish in the Amazon that swims up your pee into your urethra. And like, barbs come out of it. And we were talking about like, how cool it would be. You know, those Asian massage places that have like fish that just eat your, like, like your uh, foot skin. How cool it would be to have like a happy ending that's just a kandaroo coming into your urethra. And uh, it's called like the semen salmon. And I was like, that would never, ever work on stage, but we can laugh about that right now. And they're like, no, that'd be a great bit. That'd be a great bit. No, it would not. It would not be a good bit. <laughs> but you it is, it is it. funny. Yeah. It reminds me of the How I Met Your Mother. Have you watched that? When Marshall tries to do salmon and, and his whole set is just basically like saying fish names because he thinks they're all hilarious. He's like salmon. Mm. And he just wait, wait, Was he doing like a stand-up set? Yeah, yeah. He's doing a stand-up. Oh, that's he was awesome. Like I'm also trying to get into noun comedy. I try to get into noun comedy. I have to even have a bit about that where it's just like names of uh, badass insects. Did you get to that part of the video I sent you? I don't know. No, Um, no, I hadn't seen that bit. Should I I just do it? (laughs) Because it's basically the same thing. Go on. It's just about, it's just about like murder hornets, like how I missed murder hornets in 2020. And, uh, but I'm hoping that that we get more badass insects like killer bees. Like maybe we can get uh, mandatory assisted suicide crabs. Or I piss on your grave lobsters, or uh, slaying mantis, gang rape ants, noun comedy. This is noun comedy. I think that's the, that's the future of comedy, that and Zoom comedy for sure. <laughs> that's what Marshall from How I Met Your Mother missed out on. He just thought it was funny to just name fish. Like, no, there was no comedy to it. It was just, he was just like, mm-hmm. trout, salmon. Like, it was like, well, so thank you so much for explaining that. Of course, mm-hmm. there's always some sort of reality to, to mm-hmm. most people's jokes. Uh, so tell people listening, where can they follow you? Where can they find you on the socials? Where can they watch you next? If you can, who knows what's happening with lockdowns around the world? Mm-hmm. Great. Well, I'm on uh, Steve M.O. Comedy on Instagram. I mean, I, I have YouTube videos. I'm on Facebook. Also, Stephen Osborne. I, I guess that's about it. You can find me on Tinder as well. <laughs> I'm, well, we'll put I all the to... links below so you can put your Tinder sure. link if you want. I don't know if they even have tender links, but, but no, I, I, I'll be around Germany for a little bit. I don't know. I might go back to the States at some point in the near future. I'll keep you updated. Awesome. So make sure guys check it out in the links below. You can connect with Steve and uh, you can either hopefully see him somewhere in Germany or America when he goes back. Awesome. Thank you so much, Stephen, for joining us. It's been amazing. Thank Thanks for having me. No problem. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're like me, you may use your laptop at places where you have to use public Wi-Fi. This opens you up to digital snoopers. It's a massive problem. It can be your internet service provider, or you know who, looking at what you do online, or a cyber criminal trying to steal your bank passwords or credit card info, or even a hacker at the next table trying to steal your sensitive data. These days, it is vital that you keep your data safe. NordVPN keeps all of these snoopers away. It makes your internet activity private, protects you from accessing dangerous websites that are fishing for your data, and lets you enjoy your favorite content securely, even while away from home. And it's easy to use, even I could use it. I've actually been using NordVPN for years now here in Vietnam, and I'm excited to be an affiliate partner with them. I've used NordVPN to watch Netflix, BBC, Disney Plus with ease, 
And I also know that my information and data are safe from prying eyes, whoever they may be. Join now and you'll get 68% off and three months free when you go to my link, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. Just again, for those hard of hearing, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. The link is also in the show notes. I know nobody checks them out, but go check that out and you can get the link from wherever you are listening to this podcast. As an affiliate partner, it also means that I will get a small commission when you sign up, but at no extra cost to you. So not only will you be getting a great deal through 7 Million Bikes, you get a great VPN and you'll be supporting 7 Million Bikes podcast. Stay safe online and enjoy the shows you love. Any questions, just let me know. You know how to get in touch with me. And thanks for listening to this show. Cheers.